This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us this week, and, and I can't really say anything bad about Darren this week because he's here. Well, you can still <laughs> say it. I mean, you were thinking it. What's the difference? Well, no, I was going to pick on Robbie because oh, okay. Robbie's not All here. Right, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's usually how we work. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're around a group of guys... And you really get to know them. You know, that's how they really work on the mm-hmm. interior. This you, was going to be a better show, but because Robbie's not here, it's all his fault. It is going to be his fault. I think it was his topic. Mm-hmm. No, it was actually mine, I think, for last week. <laughs> last week, we had one of your topics, and that's what I gave you a hard time about, because you were with your wife, where it's where you should be. Yes. You know, on her birthday. But it was um, fear. Yes. The topic of fear, and it, and it really kind of morphed into, as we went through the show, being afraid of mankind being afraid of the the human element right and then it got into the topic a little bit that we didn't have time to really spend on it of what's contrasting that to the fear of the lord mm-hmm. you know because the bible does say very clearly in several places you know that to have a fear of the lord but what does that necessarily mean yeah and and you know where where i came where i was coming from on last week's show which i was not a part of um (laughs) except planning it to every jot and tittle which you guys evidently did not follow my outline very well i'm I'm guessing you did (laughs) however um in my thoughts were that you know satan's biggest tool is our fear i mean when peter talks about you know, the enemy is roaring like a, a lion seeking to devour. The, what does he use as his teeth? What does he use to devour people? Well, in that context, Peter says it's fear. It's clearly fear. And so he says, cast your fear on the Lord. So, well, what if I'm scared of God? Right. I mean, it makes it hard to cast my fear on God if I'm scared of him. And I grew up, you know, you and I kind of both grew up in a, in a little bit of the same background where, I mean, God was kind of the sheriff God yeah, to me. I mean, he, he was. was he was sitting up there on his horse. He had a couple of Colt 45s on both sides, and, and I was right there on the fence, but I didn't know which side I was going to fall on, and I didn't know, you know, I was just pretty sure it was always going to be wrong, and God was going to, you know, shoot me down or, you know, crack that whip or, or whatever, and that is an aspect of God's nature um, to rebuke his children, thankfully. I mean, because I've needed a lot of rebuke. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the totality of who God is. Mm-hmm. And so to talk about what's a healthy fear or reverence of God, I think it's a great place to go. Yeah, for me, if you would ask me this as a kid, a teenager, even early into my early 20s, fear of the Lord, I, I knew that aspect. My, my church taught that pretty Clearly, mm-hmm. right? And and we sang songs of God's love, 
but we didn't really hear preaching on God's love. We didn't really hear any of that. What we heard was was true scripture, and I believe that fully. We just didn't hear the total mm-hmm. part of it. Did you have a, a healthy respect for the all-seeing eye? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, a lot of the teaching that I grew up with was kind of like what you guys are talking about. It's like you're not going to get away with nothing mm-hmm. because there's that all-seeing eye. Yeah. And you'll get squished like a bug. Yeah, for years when I was a teenager, I would I would try to read and pray, you know, at night before I went to bed. Well, usually I'd fall asleep while I was praying, so that's not really good, you know. I mean, I would wake up fairly well condemned, um, in my own mind anyway. So I would try to read. Well, if I read m- most of Scripture at when I was a teenager, I would again fall asleep so i thought well you know what can i read that would keep me awake so where did i end up i end up in revelation (laughs) and so i start reading revelation you know to try to stay awake and to have some devotional time when i'm tired and should be in bed asleep um but then i would always end up in the passages you know where it talks about that the the immoral are going to burn in hell and so i'm like oh that's me that's me i mean you know and and thankfully i did that did develop into a fear uh, or a healthy respect of god a reverence that's really the word that we're looking at is reverence um awe and and it did create that and thankfully some people came along to help me understand that that's not the only part of god Mm -hmm. So that I could go, okay, it's me, God, but I don't want it to be me. Can you help me yeah. with that? And I think even if I think about our ministry and, and what we tend to focus on, I can't remember many times we've talked about the fear of God, mm-hmm. right? Because I think most people have grown up with an inaccurate fear mm-hmm. of God. And so, you know, we focus more on the healing, the restoration, the stuff where God's really impacted our lives. But again, we don't want to be just one-sided. You want to talk about the totality of what the scripture says. Right. And Robbie had shared something really incredibly cool with me. I bet it was. Tell, <clears throat> yeah, he tell called us about me. it. Yeah, I, I cannot what wait. Were the, what were the Hebrew letters that he used? Nuff, said, Smith, Ned. I don't know. It was something that was small. The small words. But, you know, he said something really cool. And I, I'm not poking fun at him. It was, I do that a lot, but I'm not right now. You're it more was, poking fun at yourself. I am. It was really incredibly cool. And he told me about it. And I'm like, that's awesome. And I can't remember anything he said. <laughs> It was really cool. It came down to reverence and awe, uh-huh. you know, and he went through the Hebrew letters and I'm like, this is really cool, Robbie. And I did tell him that. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to forget that. <laughs> yeah, I can't You've remember. Slept I've been, since then. I've been trying for two days to remember what he said about it. And you don't have his number. I mean, you could well, call Well, he's on him. vacation and I thought, well, you know, I'll let him be on vacation. Okay. Well, guys, th- this is a really important topic because it's absent in so much of our society today when we look at what's going on in this country right now it's evident that there's no fear of god in this place on the part of a lot of people and i think if there were a healthy respect awe, and fear of god we'd, we'd see a different society in the make and you know to me the expression OMG, I don't even want to say it other than the letters. It just makes me sick to hear people use that expression over things that are so common and so trivial. You know, like, OMG, that's the best pie I ever ate. Mm-hmm. That's not God. 
Mm-mm. No, and I, I think well, that if he was the one that gave you the pie, well, yeah. okay, I get it, but I'm I'm with you, Harold. Well, yeah, I'd like to try that pie. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I'd like to have some God pie. I'm a little, a little hungry right now, but no, the uh, uh, I do want to go ahead and get to a, a clip. And because I want to set this up a little bit, and this is Robbie's clip, and it's a really good clip. It's from the movie Patton, and I want to listen to just what he talks about this topic of fear. Yeah. And then equate that to a healthy fear of God. You want to know why this outfit got kicked out of? Blind man could see it in a minute. They don't look like soldiers. They don't act like soldiers. Why should they be expected to fight like soldiers? About 15 minutes, we're going to start turning these boys into fanatics, razors. They'll lose their fear of the Germans. I hope to God they never lose their fear of me. You know, and as I thought about that, Robbie played that last week. I really thought about being a father of sons. You know, I have two girls and two boys, and fortunately I had my, my girls first, you know, and then I had my boys come through later. And I really, I wanted to have my stuff together for both of them. But <laughs> by the time I got to the boys, I understood this concept a little bit more that as much as I want them to know me as dad, as somebody that loved them, I always wanted to keep them just a little bit afraid of me. Right, and that may sound counterintuitive, but you want them to go, oh my gosh, I don't want dad to to know about this mm-hmm. kind of thing, so I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, this healthy respect, this healthy fear. And, you know, I always used to wrestle with my boys, and you guys laugh at me when my boys are around because they're both bigger than <laughs> me now, and they beat the snot out of me. You know, they punch me and you know, poke me and all that, and I have fun with them. But I've always told them since they were real little, you know, I've taught you everything you know, but I've never taught you everything I know. Mm. Now, since they don't typically listen to the show, they're not going to realize that went away a long time ago. <laughs> I've taught them everything I've known well long ago. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But I still want them to believe I got a little something held back, you know, that even when I'm old and even more out of shape, older and more out of shape, I could still take them down if I had to. You know, I want them to have that fear anyway. Right. But the, when you think of God, you know, you want, I, I've, I've transitioned over time that, you know, my whole concept of God has just been about this loving father. Because it was missing for so long. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm not careful, I'm going to miss a healthy fear of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I think there's a lot of Christians that may struggle with that, that, you know, it's hard to find that balancing act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how can I have And I both? think we could be guilty. I mean, we, we honestly could be guilty of focusing um, too much on one aspect of God's personality. And... I, if I'm guilty of it, I'd, I'd rather be guilty of focusing too much on, on his grace and mm-hmm. and on his love as a father and, and his father's heart and all of that. But I hope that our listeners do know that, you know, as a father, yeah, there there is some righteous indignation at times mm-hmm. as a father. Um, I, you know, my son came up the other day to help me and my grandson um, wire our house that we're building we're building a house and so he came up to just help us pull wire and all that stuff and so he and my grandson are talking and they're cutting up and and something came up and and he he uh thought back to a time in the in the late 90s early 2000s and and derek my son said to my grandson yeah you just better be glad you didn't know the 2003 through 2006 Darren, yeah. Paul Paul Darren. Um, and I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, oh, you were a scary dude back then, Dad. You were a scary dude. Because my grandson was saying, no, no, I'm scared of Paul Paul now, you know, to a certain extent. And uh, and Derek was like, no, no, you, you got it. 
so easy compared to and i was like really was it that bad and he goes oh dad dad you you were rough you know and so yeah i don't i don't want to be that guy and i don't want god to be that god but he has the right to be you know if if he chooses um and he would be doing it in his sovereignty and his knowledge and and even in in his wanting the best for me if he were Mm -hmm. and so i i want our listeners to hear that god is still god and he can still choose any way he wants to choose that is that is within his own righteousness he can't violate his own righteousness but within that he can be a lot of things that i consider scary and he has been um and he's needed to be yeah and time will only prove that out when you look back and you say, wow, I really needed God to be that way with me here. Mm-hmm. Or to maybe not be right where I needed him because he was there and I didn't realize it. And we'll mm-hmm. come back, we'll talk more about that and talk about this whole concept. But right now, while we're going into break, I want you to consider going to MasculineJourney.org, registering for the upcoming boot camp coming up November 10th, is it? 11th through the 15th. 11th through 15th. That week, Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. We'll have the dates when we come back. November but 11th through 15th. 11th through 15th. Go register now. We'd love to see you there. God's got some incredible things. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. You go to Facebook.com and click the donate button, or you can go to MasculineJourney.org and find the donate button. MasculineJourney.org. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours Podcast. Masculine Journey Radio. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of That was your bump. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of songs out there. <laughs> you were fearful that I was going to say something. I was just making a statement that that was your bump. So thank uh, you for that. If your face, I mean, if, if your face, if the listeners could just see your face. I could hear it in your voice. Clearly, yeah. No, but thank you. Thank you for that bump. You know. Anytime. <laughs> As we were as we're going into break, we're just talking a little bit, and I think the time as a ministry we focus on God's grace, healing, restoration. A because it's been a, a game changer for us, right? And in, in, in our lives, that's what brings us all together. That's why we do the boot camps. That's what God does at the boot camps. You know, is He shows that side of Him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and He in shows a, in a, a huge way. In a huge way that. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that he does and the reason it's so prominent for us is society out there knows what it means to have a father that's absent, knows mm-hmm. what it means to have a father that's checked out, the father that's abusive. Mm-hmm. That's not the fear that mm-hmm. we're talking about. That's not the fear Scripture's talking mm-hmm. about. 
I'm right. not. I'm not afraid. Not a scary of God. God. Not a scary God. Not an absent God. Not a, you know, what's God going to beat me down with today? Yeah. You know, is God in a bad mood? Yeah. You know, like yeah, no. bipolar, schizophrenic God. You know, that's right. what it, it. It's these two extremes of him, and we act like that he can't have both of those attributes or characteristics. And uh, I think the fear we just. I think there's a definition of fear that we. We think of what we the fear that we experience when we're actually afraid of something, and I don't think that's what he intends to it to be. I mean, if you're trying to get to that New Testament God who we call Abba Father, if we're sitting there in a terrorized fear, we'll, and you guys mentioned it earlier, but we're never going to be able to approach a God and and say and sit on Papa's lap and say Abba Father if we're totally freaked out in fear over him, right? Right, and that's been a huge part. I mean, that's been very close to your heart over the last few years. But I want to ask you a question. When you've been at boot camps before um, or you were listening to the radio show before, and were there times when God or something that somebody said from the stage was very convicting? Of course, yes. Um you want to tell us about all those times? That's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're keeping track. Of no, a probably here. a lot of them. I mean, everything is given in grace in the boot camps. Obviously, not a lot of condemnation, but yet conviction, where right. you realize that you weren't walking in a way, and and it could even be in that you didn't weren't really experiencing God's love in the way that you should. There's a conviction that comes with that that says you can draw close to this God, you can trust Him, whereas you didn't feel like you could before. Right before boot camp and that was my point is that you know even though we talk about grace and we talk about god as as father and as a wonderful father all the time even a wonderful father will convict you of sin righteousness and judgment at times or other things mine did i had i had a phenomenal father who was the epitome of grace and mercy um but let me tell you he got my attention at times. Now, I was never afraid of my father, literally. I never was afraid of him, but I had a deep respect for him, and that's what we're talking about. You know, if 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 you're afraid, people who are afraid, Jim, do really ugly things and bad things. I mean, as a police officer, you probably saw a lot of bad behavior when people were afraid. No, as a counselor, you probably see that too. Well, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Bullies, for the most part, are terrified. So they are putting, they're basically wearing the mask of, I'm tough and I can take this on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were talking earlier, and I wasn't going to get up, but uh, I was offered the microphone, all of you grew up that were speaking earlier, grew up in churches where the fear was pushed. Mm-hmm. I did not. I was a reasonably liberal Presbyterian growing up. We thought yeah. there was something there. Yeah, we that, sure and it's it was, amazing but. that I, I made it to this show because I had to learn. <laughs> but in that, I, I also had a wonderful father, and I've said that before. But I was scared of God even though I didn't hear that when I was young, because I'd read the Bible and see things, wow, I don't want to make him mad. Mm -hmm. But I had such a great example in my father. I knew I was unconditionally loved, and I knew I wasn't going to get away with stuff. And it became my biggest motivation, 
it wasn't that I quit doing bad things. I just didn't want to get caught because my biggest motivation was not to disappoint my mm-hmm. father. And I've carried that through to God. Now, we talked about fear. I think yare or something similar, that's the word. And I'm not going to tear it, beat it up like Robbie would. But that goes <laughs> that goes everywhere from extreme terror to a place where you are walking alongside in a respectful attitude. Mm-hmm. In Hebrew, it's got to be context. And that's kind of the nice thing about Hebrew because God is all of the above. Mm-hmm. And walking beside him with that healthy respect is major. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to have been the, one of the ones on the wrong side of the Red Sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think they, they had different healthy respects yeah. for God's... Well, yeah. even saying that, you know, we, we, we talk about God as this wonderful father figure, um, and yet... If he appeared in a physical manifestation here in the studio right now, I have no doubt in my mind that every single one of us would both welcome that and in reverence and awe be a little fearful, right? I mean, not is he going to zap me fearful, but oh my God. Am, uh, blown out of the water. Who am I to be in the presence of of this? That sort of reverence, that sort of awe, and and I I think you know that is in our soul. We we know that's reality. You know we know that's that we are that much less than. That's a word that society has really co opted. That doesn't belong. Aww. Awesome. Yeah. You're oh, that's awesome, so awesome. Uh, you know you yeah. you scored. Two points I use and shooting that basket. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. That's an awesome point. Jim. Awesome is, <laughs> that is, an awesome is point. that healthy respect, fear of God. Mm-hmm. Not, that's where I want to use the word. Um, if I'm not talking too much or if I'm talking too much, cut me off. But one of the most difficult times in my life, my father was a big guy too. He was 6'4". He was a Navy boxer. He was a dentist, so if after he punched you in the mouth, it could fix you. <laughs> but I always had a healthy respect slash fear of any sort of physical confrontation with my father. It was just never even something that I could wrap my mind around. And one of the biggest blows I took when he was in his 70s was I went to hug him and I realized how frail he was. Mm -hmm. But I still had that same level Mm -hmm. of respect and awe of my father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The, I just lost my total train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God as father for me is one that I, I, I think what makes me fearful is knowing he knows everything. You know, he knows the thoughts that I really have sometimes. He knows the thoughts of what I was thinking about the driver in front of me on my way mm-hmm. over here that was going at least 15 or 20 miles under the speed limit. I wasn't <laughs> real happy about that, right? You know, and, and I don't think God was happy about it either. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I think he was co-opted. He was my co-pilot. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, no, I, he, knows, he knows all those things, right? right? And, and I think, you know, when... when and history's kind of showed me, Andy, when you talk about his conviction, yes, he speaks truth, but it's in such a loving way mm-hmm. 
Does it sting? Yes, because it's true, but it doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like uh, wound me. Yeah, hurt. Yes, yes might hurt. It, wound. it doesn't wound me. That's yeah. the word I was yeah, looking it's for. It's perfect. That's a it's a wonderful way of describing it. That yeah, it, it is it is painful when somebody you love and care for, somebody you respect, my wife mm-hmm. says, "Darren, you hurt me." Well, that hurts. She's not trying to wound my heart. Mm-hmm. She's trying to speak truth to me, and and God is very much like that, um, and and he can do it with such grace and and love and care that I can't. I, when you hurt me, I'm going to tell you you hurt me, but I'm probably going to try to get a jab in at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You hurt me, therefore I hope this hurts you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. type of thing, and I unfortunately. You know, I think I'm too much like that at times and wished I could be, you know, more like my father. And then King James, I'd be hurt. Hurt us. Yes. <laughs> you hurt me. You would really stick with the King James part. We yeah. Do that. Yeah. I think that God has always come at me in a way that's God is truth. Mm. And the truth can hurt, as you were just saying. Yeah. But he's never done it in a way that I'm afraid to approach him. You know, there was years that I was afraid to ask him what he thought of me because mm-hmm. I was afraid he'd think what I thought of right, me. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Or what other people had told me about me. Yeah. yeah. But when I actually asked him, it was not that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something totally different. Mm-hmm. It was loving and it was gracious and it was truth that I didn't have the eyes yet to mm-hmm. see. You know, and so there's that aspect of God, too, that the enemy and the world wants you to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's not something to be fearful of God. Mm about it's the awe and the respect and the the awesomeness of him and what he can do you know there's that scripture i think it's in is it in job jim you could probably tell me or darren where he talks about you know can you make it rain yeah yeah in job yeah you know and it's like where were you when i set the foundations of the earth right yeah i mean just go look at the grand canyon (laughs) you know or or go someplace like that and say wow look at the mountain range in colorado or here you Mm -hmm. know just go on the blue ridge parkway Yep. You know, and you can't help but just see, feel this reverence. Mm-hmm. Majesty. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're talking about. Yeah. That's why I love the Rockies so much. Because yeah. yeah. when I go there, the over, overwhelming thought is God is so big. Yep. And I am so small. Absolutely. And I love that he's that big, that he can take care of me. We'd like for you to join us for the After Hours broadcast we'll be doing. If you listen to us on the radio, you can go pick that up at iHeartRadio, at uh, Spotify, at Apple, iTunes. Spreaker, bunch uh, of different Just about ones. any place you can get a podcast, and, and hopefully soon on Pandora. That'll be coming up in the next month or so. You can pick it up there. But go listen to the After Hours. We're going to dig into this topic deeper, share more of our stories, hear from some of the other guys in the room, and find out how their concept of the fear of God has changed over time. But first, while you're waiting, go to masculinejourney.org, register for the upcoming boot camp coming up the 11th through the 15th of November. Go register now. I promise you spots will fill quickly. We'll see you next week. This is the Truth Network.